Welcome to Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Sean Thomas. In this session, we chat with artistic producer at Gypsy Arts, Justin Alcedek, to learn about his story. Let's jump in. Yeah, here we are. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, we have lovely people walking the streets of Ocala. This is Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast. We are actually coming to you downtown by the corkscrew. And I have with me a gentleman who is one of the finest in Ocala, uh, Justin Allsdeck, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. And you hear his last name, Allsdeck, which means all hands on. All hands on deck. <laughs> all hands on deck. Justin been doing a lot of great work. I've been... Uh, trying to follow his stuff. He's moving all over the space with his lovely art. Uh, Welcome, Justin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for blessing us with this opportunity to sit and chat. And uh, I just wanted to kick things off with who who is Justin? Where, how did it all come into being with art? Uh, I mean, well, my parents have always were supportive when I was younger. Like, uh, my dad would always ask, oh, what do you want to be? And I remember one time I said, randomly, I don't know why, I said I want to be a photographer. So, oh, okay. you know, he bought me a film camera, a little 35 millimeter and some film, and I was running around shooting it. I, I had a lot of fun with it. And then in high school, I discovered, you know, um, photography in the dark rooms, and I got to shoot the... Back when, uh, you know, they still shot the pictures in the yearbooks and printed them ourselves, so I was doing all that, and it was really fun. It was like, okay. It felt like okay. I wasn't in school, so that kind of um, was exciting, you know, to be in school, but be like, wow, this is school, this is fun, you know, this is exciting. Yes. And and then um, that led me to art college, where I discovered, you know, I like to also paint and draw. And Oh, what college was this? Pennsylvania College of Art and Design. Okay, Pennsylvania. All right, cool. So, like, that cool. kind of led me down the path. But I always liked to doodle, you know, little... Me and my brother would doodle, like, cartoon characters and and uh, random things. And it was always an easy class for me in school. So I took a lot of art classes in, you know, growing up because that was... For me, it was like, oh, this would be easy. Yes. And I didn't think about it as, you know, a career or anything else. It was just, like, fun, something to do that wasn't stressful yeah so you saw it almost like it was a hobby yeah it was just like hey this is this class will be easy and fun and a break in the day and won't be you know not that i didn't like math and stuff but uh, you know right so how did so you did pennsylvania and then what happened after the you, you kept on growing and growing in art yeah so i went to when i was in school i, I worked at an amusement park drawing portraits. So I worked for a company for five years drawing um, pastel sketches, live portraits of people. And then after I graduated, I went to California to draw for them for what was gonna be another year. I was gonna continue to work for the company, but it just kind of had a a relationship that kind of ended that I was with this girl for three years and that was kind of a rough ending. And then I kind of, I was living with this boss that I didn't realize was part of the uh, condition of moving to California. I just okay. we didn't click very well, and so I ended up getting fired slash quitting and sent back to. I went back to Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving that year, and I was like, kind of sitting around figuring out what to do. And then they rehired me back, but when they rehired me back in the summer, it was kind of like 
called it the bitch contract because it was like making me do all these I'd do all these extra things to be part of it or like oh, to be okay. able to come back and now I was like under her on, you know like I had to just show up in the rain and watch the booth even if it was raining all day and I didn't get paid you get paid commissions so like right. if I'm sitting outside what? and I just kind of realized it was easier to see that I didn't want to work there anymore right. and and then also my the girlfriend that left town was coming back from a college break or whatever and I didn't want to see her that summer so I was like you know what I'm going to go I'm quitting I told my boss I'm quitting I'm going to go find myself is what I told her is yes. the reason and then I got a tent and I went to Ocean City, Maryland Okay. and I camped outside of Ocean City, Maryland and would go to the boardwalk every night and draw portraits so I started drawing portraits for myself on the boardwalk for tips wow so you are camping out there and yeah it was like painting. 30 minutes away from wow. the boardwalk it was like a campsite i had stayed when we were kids you know we would grow up going to ocean city so it was this campsite i just rented a space for a week right just to try it out and i was sleeping on a pile of clothes because i don't think my air mattress wasn't working i remember it was pretty rough sleeping but yeah i was so excited because you know immediately the first night i was out there for like you know maybe four hours drawing portraits i made over 200 dollars, and i was like oh this is uh this is real like for that age especially you know yeah I mean, i'm like only so at what age is you are at here i just graduated college so 2008 was the summer okay so that was i don't know how many i mean what how many years ago now my brain's like what year are we in right now so we are in 2022 so 14 years ago Wait. Uh, yes yeah. roughly yeah mm -hmm. so i'm like 24 25 something like that okay okay you know and it was i mean like it was great yeah because i was working for the other company and i'm at, after working for five years i'm still only getting like 29 percent commission right so you know that's not very much money when you make a company like a thousand dollars i have to make them a thousand dollars before i'm making the kind of money that i even can make on the streets drawing for tips you know yeah having freedom so it was it was really exciting and I kept being, I remember being worried that I was going to get in trouble because it's kind of riding a gray line, you know, like to be on the boardwalk with my permit, the way I had the permit was you had to um, be doing something, you had to be performing, you couldn't be like selling, like I couldn't go there and sell prints or t-shirts and things. They wanted a live act. So I was kind of right. riding the gray line of like, well, I have a product that I'm creating live, um, you know, like they have like jugglers, they have uh, magicians, musicians. So it's kind of more of a busker's thing okay, so I was, uh, I was busking so to speak and you weren't allowed to put a price so I was like oh, I, I kept waiting for the day where you know the cops would come by and, and I was like you know being a little sly but like you know I usually get like it's for generous donations and usually people give me about 10 to 20 dollars right is what I would say for a face and right you know so I was kind of saying a price but it wasn't so but you know you're worried at that at that point because you're not sure and you're like finally found this I was excited so but I uh, you know it went well and the whole summer I spent the whole summer there Every day I'd be out there every night from like five to midnight. A lot of times just hustling up um, and saving. So then I went back home in Pennsylvania and just you know lived off of what I saved all summer and didn't work. Just painted in my attic and made learn how to cook some things. Played music. Just had a so, really good uh, winter. So would you say that period you would have been establishing and growing in your work during that time because you are focused on painting. You're doing a lot of painting. Yeah, I was doing a lot of big old paintings. That Learning I, new stuff. Yeah, I was reading a lot. I was, cause I was really isolated to some extent because you know, all my other friends are working during the day. We get together like in the evenings or whatever, like my roommates or whatever would be working all day. And then that would be my time. I'd be, like I said, just cooking something, um, working in the attic studio. Had this really cool. Oops, sorry. Cold. Yeah, he wants to play. No, you know, he wants to play. <laughs> I'd be in the attic uh, painting, and it was really cold because it's Pennsylvania, and we had this big drafty house. So it was really, really cold 
cold winter. And I remember uh, it was just kind of sad because uh, one, you know, the other the girl I was telling you about that I had been with three years was, you know, still kind of wearing on me. And I had just dated this this Russian girl that I had met over Ocean City. We had this kind of like real nice summer fling, and so. Uh, but then, you know, she ended up, we ended up kind of splitting ways, and I was kind of just, I don't know, I was feeling kind of alone, just painting in an attic. And if you see the series I was working on, which no one has because it never finishes, yes. giant, giant paintings of ex-lovers, yes. so to speak. Hi, Amira. And yeah. um, so I'm just kind of, uh, I don't know, feeling a little cold and lonely, Yeah. so to speak. But still excited and enjoying life, you know, not, not being on the alarm clock, waking up when I wanted to. Just feeling yes. really free, but also kind of dark and cold a little bit I guess I see so you what's happening now let's fast forward and yeah, find yeah, yeah, out yeah. what's Sorry. going on you you ended up in Ocala how did Ocala well, how did you end up in Ocala so the portraits on the Ocean City I would go back every summer um, and then I met a lot of magicians like I said and other so you met a lot of magicians yeah, so there was some magicians who specifically told me hey you know if you're looking to work in the summer or I mean, sorry, in the winter time, then you should head on down to Key West, right. and you can work Mallory Square. So I was uh, following the advice of a couple of magicians, and they uh, told me that I can stay with them in Fort Myers until I made the jump over to, you know, like they were a stopping point, and then I ride the ferry over. And so yeah, they led me down there because I just realized, you know, I was like, I kind of want to be able to work a winter yes. if I if I want to take a summer off because I didn't want to be stuck always going to Ocean City, Maryland. So I was like, I got to kind of figure this out. So I went down to Key West. Tried Mallory Square. It was the coldest winter on record for Key West wow. that year. So it was, uh, it was a little rough, but um, I was not greeted with the, with the, with the financial um, uh, glory that I had in, in Ocean City. But I had met a lot of really awesome people that just traveled all over, just more like just a lot more like-minded folk and just kind of really... Uh, just grew a lot as far as like the desire to travel and just like explore the world so that's when I went just wild and started uh, doing a lot of traveling beautiful uh, mm -hmm. and uh, so that's what ended up getting me to Florida I'd always would go back every winter then that became my, I was a snowbird I'd work Ocean City in the summer and then I'd go down in, to Key West for the winter um, until I met my wife um, right. Then we started traveling together and then Ocean City kind of stopped happening we would spend the summer just traveling all over because it kind of it kind of spit me away like you know you go back to somewhere it was it was time to be done with it like we went together and ocean city just wasn't wasn't the same anymore it wasn't right. really like it just wasn't uh it wasn't good um so you came to ocala with so your then wife. well we came to ocala when we got so multiple summers of traveling like we would go on these van adventures for like the first one we did was uh, fifteen thousand miles for eight and a half months all over the country and um, we would do a bunch of those trips every summer. We'd do like cross country. We'd spend a lot of time in California and then come back to Florida. Right. Uh, and then we found out we were pregnant on one of our trips. Uh, oh. After, you know, I got, we got engaged and then we were going on our summer drive and we found out we were in Utah when she decided she wanted to settle down and make roots, you know? Right. So you're in Ocala with your wife, you. Yeah, we decided to move here because she's got um, her mother lives here. Her uh, nana, who just turned 100 this year, so when we moved here six, seven years ago, obviously she wasn't 100 yet, but she wanted to be near her grandparents and her mom. And this is about as far north as we were comfortable living because she's a conch, so born in Key West, not really uh, the winter, wintering type. And I had been in 
uh, I hadn't seen winter since 2008 when yeah. I when I moved to or in 2009 when I moved down to Key West. So I, I was kind of getting acclimated for warmer weather too. And so this was about as far north as we could comfortably live and have some family. Um, and so yeah, we moved here and then I didn't really know what I was gonna do for art. So when we moved to Ocala, I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do for art living. Like I said, cause I was used to the boardwalk traffic of Ocean City, Maryland. You know, just somewhere I could step. Like if I was, you know, here, for example, my my past strategy would have been like Duval Street in, uh, in um, Key West, which was where I was working before coming up here. They had, you know, an influx of tourists that would right. come every day from the cruise ships and such. And even though they weren't, you know, spending a ton of money, it was at least you know thousands of people that would walk by every day that you could kind of try to fish. You know, put the yeah. line in the water. There was a there was a place to to try to catch some fish, but. Yeah. So that, you know, it was, it was all right down there. Um, so when I got here, yeah, I didn't know what I was going to do. There's no tourists. So I, um, the first year we were here, we were just kind of enjoying, um, we had some savings still set up and it was a lot cheaper because we were, we were spending like $2,000 a month on a one bedroom apartment in Key West. And now we had, when we moved here, a $750 for oh, man, a three bedroom house. Oh, so we weren't spending nearly as much money so we could kind of float on savings a little bit and get yeah. get comfortable I was selling a bunch of my old video games that I had a really uh, vintage collection so I actually was able to do an eBay store for a little bit on that which was really nice right and then uh, but to get back into art I actually joined the MCA um, which was a big help because they had their you know every so often they had the group shows which the prompts for those would be inspiring for a theme. So I'd be like, okay, there's a theme for this. I'll paint that. And I was excited to kind of like try to be, meet some other artists and be seen. So I would, you know, go all out on some of these pieces to make a splash, so to speak. Um, right. And so I was making some nice pieces for the MCA. And then I had done, I was on the, on the um, art walk. And that was motivating to create new work to be seen out there. That was kind of a, a once a month traffic flow there's you know a, a decent amount of people actually come out so i was getting commission work from that and i was getting um some some you know sales out there which was nice um and then what i had decided to do since i needed to figure out where to make money i was like well maybe i'll try art festivals and yes so then I, I finally had enough work since we moved here uh i was able to paint again that was something i couldn't do when we were living in key west That's or good. ocean city and stuff because i was living out of vans and on sailboats and you know, tent, tent camp and all kinds of stuff. So you can't really be traveling with a lot of big canvases and oil paints. You know, I yeah. worked paper, pencil, pastels, all things that were portable and could be shipped in tubes and things around the country. So being here, I had a whole, we had the three bedroom. So I had one I turned into a studio. So I was able to paint, which was a big, uh, a big thing for me to be able to like explore oil painting again because I had hadn't done it for over a decade you know yeah. as far as painting goes so it was so so where are you at now what's 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 next for Justin going into 2023 what's what's happening uh well we got a about three or four mural jobs kind of in the pipe works we got one that I have to that actually I'm already going into once the new year's is over I'm going to go back to Bellevue and work on that one it's indoors and I then see I you have, did one for Riley Art Center. Yeah, I just finished the Riley one and this month, actually, at December, right at the beginning of December, I finished that one, um, which was awesome for getting some nice exposure out on the street. Which actually, so I'm working with a guy right now, um, designing a concept for a couple murals for him. So right. he's uh, 
probably a big project that I'll be working on. Um, we'll see how the we're in the design phase, so you know, so it pays for the, it pay for the concept, and then we'll see if uh, if we go forward with the with the mural afterwards. Which usually, you know, after I design something, most people are are excited to get get it done. You know, so so. If people wanted to get in touch with you, uh, what kind of uh, social media platforms uh, would you like to share with folks to check you out? On? I mean, well, I have my Instagram and my Facebook page, so you just look at Gypsy Arts. So, so Gypsy Arts, that's your Instagram handle? My, yeah, Gypsy Arts is my Instagram, and then I also have a page on Facebook with Gypsy Arts. But you can find most of the same content on my personal page on Facebook, because I don't really use um, Facebook as like a social platform as much as it's just all pretty much business for me like every once in a while I'll post something personal but it's pretty much mostly just my art on there so you saying Justin Osdeck yep Facebook you can find page. me there find you'll see what I'm doing there and you'll find events like I run the gallery at 8th Ave Gallery so whenever I have events coming up for that I always post the flyers for those events and um, which are really fun that's been a, an exciting change uh, over the last two years and so now I've been running that gallery for almost two years so all of what you heard in terms of the social media platforms where you could reach Justin will be in the description. So don't panic. You will be able to find this great artist who is in Ocala. I want to say a big thank you to Justin for taking the time off of his uh, busy schedule to come and chat with us and share his story, you know, um, yeah, with his ukulele. Oh, yeah. And he's a musician too. Thank you very much, man. Pleasure. There you have it, folks. We hope you enjoyed this great conversation with Justin Alcedek. Check out the video version on YouTube at Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast to subscribe. Bye for now.